Okay. Sorry about the dog. The Sunday Skypers. Uncharted World. Well, there's two ways that I can handle this. And it kind of depends upon if you guys are going to resist the officials or not. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, I, I can fast forward to consequences and we could uh, start the scene there. Uh, or you could, guys could see how deep the rabbit hole goes. So, uh, one thing so I try, become I try, rebels or play by the rules, essentially. Let, let me do this. Do it this way then, Kane. Since since you you have the uh, the the eyes of the ship, you you definitely get all this information of armed uh, security personnel uh, amassing and coming towards the John Henry. What do you do? Quickly scan all their the communications to try to figure out why they're amassing at our door. Definitely sounds. Like you're trying to interface with the system. You want to go with assess plus inter- uh, interface? Ooh, jamming the communication. <laughs> well, <My grandma. laughs> yeah, pr- probably using uh, secure interstation communications. I'll uh, let the others know that we've got a, an armed group of some sort of, I assume, military or law enforcement massing at our door. Oh, wonders. I, I, I take it my, I'm done out here right now at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, car, the cargo uh, loading frame has already snatched uh, the uh, salvage and is moving away. I'm heading back to the air, to the uh, to the airlock and I say, um, if you can contact them, ask them, do they have a warrant from the station master? We are a sovereign vessel. You know, remind them that. And also, get a hold of the captain. You're a sovereign <laughs> vessel when you are in space. In space. You yes. are docked. They, they would need one to go into someone's domicile, wouldn't they? Maybe. Maybe, Maybe. not. <laughs> also, are they... I'm trying to remember, is Second Life security the same as station security? Yes. They are the primary corporate sponsor, and they handle the administration of the facility. All other corporations are leases and uh, own space at at the will and whim and uh, credits uh, of Second Life. This is an old 20th century trick, 21st century trick. Start broadcasting everything. You know, of course, we're leaving certain areas out, but start broadcasting all our feeds so that people, so that everyone in the station knows what's going on. And mention Nova. Help, we're being oppressed. Can I get anybody to answer me on the normal communication channels, the officials? Oh, you're not being jammed or anything like that. Are they picking up the phone? Well, are, are you trying to contact station security directory Dr- directly? Yes. They got dogs. Quick, flush the stash. (laughs) Getting hold of station administration is a uh, a no brainer. Getting hold of station security to like report a crime or something like that, no problem. Getting more information than that will be a little bit tricky until they come knocking on your door, or you can just wait for them to initiate the call. I will. feign ignorance and say, 
there's a group of armed individuals massing outside the door of our spaceship. <laughs> You're typing in the background. Please hold. This is, this is, ah, okay. This is, yes, there, there is a, uh, inspection and security, uh, crew, uh, being assembled for, this is the John Henry, yes? Yes. Yeah. So this is, apparently you are in violation of several station ordinances and an inspection team has been assembled. Your captain has been notified. We should have uh, informed the ship. We'll have to make sure that our intruder repulsing countermeasures are deactivated. Noted, attacking uh, station personnel is a crime. I have no intention of that. That's why you should have called us. So, does the John Henry have a doorbell? <laughs> it's probably a compound because it's the docking. It's oh, the yeah. docking adapter. You know, yeah. So, yeah, there's there's a doorbell. The next call would be to the captain and ask him if he knows what's going on. You get a voice only communication from uh, Captain Trask. Mr. Kane, where are you currently located? My assigned duty station. Excellent, excellent. Please inform the crew that a inspection uh, team is uh, assembling. I've been talking with the station administrator, and she says that, well, Omega has been uh, bending the rules. Maybe again. Please don't put, put up any uh, resistance. All right. Don't believe Omega's on board right now. Uh, Yeah. He's been apprehended and is currently being questioned about this. About that time, you, you get the buzz from the airlock comm panel. Oh, uh, have I made made it back to the ship proper yet? If you're approaching from the outside, you're on the opposite airlock because there's two okay. uh, in the uh, crew quarters area. Uh, or you could try to go in uh, at, at the lower deck with uh, Phoebe. Yeah, I think I'll go through the lower deck. Right what here. about Phoebe? Just Just hanging out there? Going, oh, yes. No, no, uh, she's going inside. But I think depending on whether or not Flanders want to get out of his suit, she's probably helping him because he's more important as a face person, I think. To, uh, like, like, show uh, up and say, hey, who, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> getting out of my suit means walking around in my all together. No, I'm just taking the helmet off because I'm wearing a skin suit. I'll take the helmet off and, and I'll head up to the, uh, to the, let's call it port side dock. But by the same time, the thing goes ping. This is the free trader and ship John Henry. Uh, how may I assist you today? <laughs> <laughs> My training station, has worked out. Station security. We are here to uh, inspect and retrieve uh, contraband. We, we have authorization from your captain to board the vessel. This is just a courtesy. Are, are you broadcasting that so I hear it? Yeah. You hear me curse? A crew member will be along to uh, unlock the door and assist you in a moment. Where are you guys? I'm hanging up the passageway to the airlock. It's a central <laughs> elevator that uh, runs through the... Uh, yeah, but we're in uh, zero G right now. There's got to yeah. be a ladder. I'm going up the ladder. Zing. Okay. I'm yeah, using my weight skill. Well, it's not life or death, so uh, yeah. you could do that with the greatest of E. And Good Phoebe, job. are you going to... Get out uh, of your suit, or are you going to try to be impressive and take the main elevator? Because taking that suit through an access tube is going to be tricky. Yeah, that's not happening. I don't know if she wants to be in the middle of all this. I mean, she's heard that there's there are people coming, obviously, and there's station security. So she's like, oh, okay. She's going to start shrugging out of her suit and consider if there's something she needs to hide down here, like maybe the rail gun. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kane, are you going to... Stay at your station or join them uh, on the lower deck? 
j- just to give people a mental picture, uh, navigation, observation, communications, helm is on deck one, crew quarters, common area, and the two opposite side airlocks is in, on deck two. Deck three has med bay and engineering, and then uh, everything below that is the transport and engineering of the ship. Since this is the mega getting in trouble and he wants to stay away from that, he'll just stay at the station and you know record the goings-on from many sensors and <laughs> microphones and cameras. Actually, as I walk along, I go, do you have a, a drone that can actually see inside Omega's room? Not at the moment. You could mm. probably just open the door. <laughs> most most interior doors don't have locks unless it's mm. uh, authorized personnel only. Well, I tried to get in the room before and it was locked. That's because it was occupied at that time. No, it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't? Okay. Well, in that case, they have locked. Maybe because you guys are shareholders, you get more privacy than the rest of the crew. At the door, turn on the outside camera and see uh, station security in their in their armor. Am I, am I correct? It, it, it's light body armor. There are what look like a couple maybe detective types, but they're backed up by uh, a half dozen light body armor. The, the weapons they carry appear to be mainly non-lethal, but a lot wow. of them probably can be switched to lethal if need be. Uh. I'll lean forward and say, um, this is formality, sir. May I see the authorization? I imagine this is a, a, a regular thing that, that happens. I mean, it's something they just plug into it, just plug it into the, into the commute and I'll see it displayed on a screen and go, right. Mm. And essentially yeah, what you're seeing is the captain's electronic signature. I'll hit the, uh, open valve and, 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 uh, this way, gentlemen, to, uh, the individual's, uh, cabin, push off and expect them to follow me. Oh yeah, these guys are all zero G trained. Technically, am I am I am I considered like the second command of the ship, being mm. the ship's purser and navigator and all that? Or technically, you, Kane, and Phoebe are equal shareholders. So yeah. either A, whoever's on deck, and B, it's democratic. I but think probably the dem- way it it usually works is. Whoever's there to handle it handles it. So the door is locked. I'm, go- I'm going, uh, Kane, can you override the lock? Otherwise, these gentlemen will have, and ladies, will have to force it open. I can attempt to. I don't know what sort of security Omega's put on the door, but I'll give it a try. Mago, how good are you at uh, hacking and futzing with security systems? Not that great, but I'd imagine he's... Uh studied for at least a couple of days to try and fix this lock because what he has is illegal. <laughs> so, so probably like a medium difficulty? It's it's along the lines of you've had time as part of your project to secure it. So that's what's going to affect Kane more than you. So Kane, yeah, uh, you can give it a shot. Interface? Interface sounds appropriate. You're, you're basically trying to hack the lock. Ooh, wait a minute. He used his own name as the password? <laughs> no, no, he used Starburst as the password. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as if the lock didn't exist. Mentally, you're saying, why didn't I do this the first time? Could have maybe avoided some of this trouble. I'm not touching the door. I'm stepping back. Door is unlocked. You okay. gentlemen may open it up. And as I zoom in on with the camera to see what's in there. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to dictate what's in there, Todd? Absolutely. Before we get that one detail, one of the uh, detectives pulls out a zero-G drone. It doesn't have huge blades and stuff like that. It moves around a little puffs of air from a storage cylinder. Like those little ball sets they had on the ISS. Yes. 
and it's it's got cameras and sensors and laser imaging and just all the stuff there and it's the first thing that scans your cabin all these cabins are spacious by spacious spacer standards but they're still a relatively small room so omega yeah. what do they find uh, pretty typical room you know there's your your bed, your desk, the, all the work that he has to do on it. Oh, and a uh, pod that is growing a person. Oh, there's someone inside. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> someone who looks an awful lot like a mixture of all three of the crew members. Oh, squick time. <laughs> <laughs> Probably looks a lot like you. Only, only much, much younger, talking like 12 or uh, 11 or 12 or something. Look, yeah, going, oh, You'll get some dear books. God. <laughs> The abject horror is an appropriate response. <laughs> oh, look at the detective. Um, there's a person in there. No, I'm not sure that technically would be called a clone. That's actually more like a child. Assess the uh, the detective. Yeah. Stuff. yeah, so that would be using my influence. 2d6 plus 1. Nah. Um, he's, he's got poker face. Th- they're all business. <laughs> As soon as the uh, drone is done uh, documenting it, everything, they immediately start trying to uh, re- remove the clone tank and everything else. I'm no lawyer, but it's not technically a clone. Fland- Flanders was born out of an artificial womb. That's essentially what Omega's built. Only with a growth accelerator, though. That's the thing. Yeah, which... it's the thing. Uh, he's got a growth accelerant in there, so... All the, all of the they, sensors attached to the pat, uh, pod uh, definitely suggest that the child is alive. Um, should we have a technician shut down properly? One of the detectives mm-hmm. is apparently very familiar with this technology. Is actually going through a checklist, not to shut it down, but to set it up for transport. They're going to take uh, the tank and, and everything and any rel- any miscellaneous notes that might be lying around. They also want to go and visit the medical bay if you'll escort them there. They would prefer yeah. that. Let, let's get one more reaction. Phoebe, by the time you get out of your EVA suit, the elevator is coming down with uh, Flanders and a couple of detectives and at least one security person. And, and maybe at least one floating drone. She just knows <laughs> elevator's coming down, though, right? Right. Okay, so that's like mini Unless panic. you're watching uh, the feed. Oh, uh, I could be. She's near a screen or uh, has access to it. You know, in that case, she'll really go, shit, 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 shit. And then she'll run <laughs> off and like try to hide the, um, the railgun. <laughs> that's not a life or death thing. Uh, until no. they come looking for it, uh, it won't be a problem. Much to your relief, <laughs> it's almost like they don't even notice you. They are so fixated on Omega's medical bay. Now, mm-hmm. according to the write-up in the game, you actually have medical technicians? Yes. Were they clued in on uh, your uh, little yeah, project? They knew, they, knew, uh, they knew about Zeta, yeah. Okay, nothing like making them complicit. <laughs> well, okay, so... So I th- I have I think I have six of them. It doesn't actually wow. say the number. Six would be way overstaffed for for a ship of this class. Okay, three so I, maybe. I was thinking two, honestly. Two. That, okay. That that way, the three of you could rotate through ships and provide twenty four hour support. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, no, they knew about Zeta. One of them was not exactly comfortable with the fact that I was doing it, but they both like, okay, you're the boss. Yeah. As long as you're not hurting the kid. <laughs> They'll probably do their best to shut up. 
names, genders, descriptions. If you want to work on that. Uh, oh, no, I already, I already wrote them down. Oh, I, nice. I wrote six names. I'll just choose two of them. There you go. Keep those um, other names. We might steal them for the engineering crew. Uh, first one is named Patty. She is a uh, very upbeat, very uh, sweet, blonde. <laughs> the, the typical blonde bimbo, but she's very, very smart. So she's like uh, a people person. She's very, very much a people person. Um, she's not human, but she uh, she emulates very well. It's just the the fact that her eyes are straight black kind of gives her away. Oh, was she like an uplifted animal? Sort of. I'll, I I wrote down the specifics of her species, and I'll give that to Todd later. Okay, mm. but uh, um, I'm going to assume that she's purposes, she, manufactured. Yes. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, though, she looks exactly like a human with straight black eyes and a very mm. bubbly personality. Oh, and she's uh she's short. She's shortish. Okie dokie. And the other one is Pascal. Nice He name. is uh, kind of sort of stuck as a teenager, because that's how his race ages. Very competent, but very petulant. Doesn't really like authority all that much. Probably have- the one that's siding with Omega the most. <laughs> it sounds like the line that he comes from has been engineered for longevity, which means they age and mature slowly. He might be 30 years old, but looks like it. Okay, uh, I'm just saying that we haven't established aliens as existing yet, so any truly aliens are going to be g- genetic mods. Okay, at least for now. Okay, but no, it's uh, you know what I'm you know what I'm getting at then. Yes, oh, he's very also very handsome. It's, uh, black hair, blue eyes. Isn't everyone? <laughs> Welcome to the USS Hollywood. Okay, they they will offer uh, no resistance. Uh, they will sigh and turn over any notes they may have, because <laughs> well, it's it, it's go- the information is going to be found out one way or another. So yep. <laughs> eventually, the uh, security teams l- leaves with their notes. Some really nasty looks. I mean, I, I, it's like to them, your medical staff is a freak show. <laughs> But they're like, competent. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't you guys believe in normal humanity? <laughs> they'll they'll leave with the tank, probably uh, a couple of uh, data chits and, and a few other things. Mm. Almost as soon as the door closes and everyone catches their breath, Captain Trask comes online and says, I need uh, all the crew to meet me at the uh, station administrator's office in 30 minutes. This is not optional. Ah, so we're leaving the ship empty. It can be locked. And uh, booby trapped. <laughs> I'm looking down at my skin suit. I'm going, it takes me at least 15 minutes to get out of this damn thing. So I'm going to hang up the helmet and just stay in the skin suit. So is anybody going to <laughs> not show up? Phoebe would go, I think. Well, Meg is in trouble, so we just got to make sure we don't get hit by the fallout. <laughs> <laughs> is that over the intercom? <laughs> 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 all right, I'll get on there saying all crew, and then this means all crew assemble at the station administrator's office in 29 minutes. And I'll stay at the airlock and head count. Make sure everyone leaves. I guess we're going to have to <laughs> wrangle drunken engineers. Did he mean all crew or just all, all, all crew? Oh, uh, <laughs> I, pat, I pat Phoebe on the shoulder and said, good luck. You know where they are. Yeah. 
And I point to your non-drunk crew. You have enough to work with. Is that including frickin' frack? Yeah. This is like, wow, we're allowed off the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, Frick, yeah. we have our own toilet. <laughs> <laughs> because he can't remain faceless forever, I actually do have a inspirational picture for Captain Trask. Excellent. Yeah. Captain Silvus Trask is a swarthy individual, and to me that just that just said Trask as soon as I saw it. Eventually, uh, everyone gets uh, wrangled uh, towards <coughs> station administration. Phoebe, at first you were trying to contact your crew, but no one was responding, and it's surprise, like surprise. <laughs> <laughs> you go to a station administration, and surprise, all your engineering staff that w- had uh, station leave are there. Oh, and and wearing nylon ties are they around their wrists? No, no, no. They're, we- <laughs> they're wearing taser cuffs. They're disheveled, and some of them uh, have black eyes. One of them has their arm in a sling. They're all looking I'm- very sheepish. <laughs> it's thankful we have two Class 3 uh, wealth uh, things to help Billy's the son of bitches out. Okay. She'll just walk up and, you know, look them over and go, good times, I trust? Taylor, who, who's speaking for them, just kind of winces and says, not so loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, is Juanita there? Yes. If uh, I had an electric horn, I would use it now. <laughs> so I, can, I can imagine it now. Everyone's seated, because we're probably under gravity, right? Yes, because uh, you, you actually would be down in the ring. Yeah, so we're all yeah. kind of messed together, except for two chairs, which are what? put far away from the other everyone else. That's where frickin' fracks sit, because they are mildly radioactive. They're not <laughs> terribly radioactive. You're all called into the station administrator's <laughs> office. She's used to having groups and talking to them. So it's actually a large office with a wonderful view out, out the back of it. The station equivalent of a corner office. She is sitting there at her desk, and standing next to her is Captain Trask. The station administrator looks vaguely Indian. Her name is Jenna, I'm going to try to get this right, Sitara Putra. Real people say that much easier than I do. (laughs) When everyone uh, files in, Trask looks at the whole crew very disappointed. Line up! Jenna, sir, she, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the station administrator, she stands up. She's got a tablet in her hand. She just shakes her head, looks it over you, and, and just goes, suspicion of trafficking goods. Suspicion of clandestine activity. Oh, by the way, Omega's there, too. Sorry, forgot to mention that. You're in taser oh, cuffs, mm-hmm. boy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Operating mm-hmm. under false identity. Public indecency. Under the influence of controlled substances. Looking over at the engineers, drunk and disorderly conduct. Looks over at Flanders. Somebody, selling has, to al- Somebody has to go, woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> selling alcohol without a license. Brawling. Inciting a riot. Resisting arrest. Looks at the one with the uh, sling in. <laughs> <laughs> then looks, uh, and there, you notice they're kind of escalating and just gives this dead evil look to Omega. Attempting to create an illegal clone. What? She what? Just, <laughs> <laughs> she gave everyone's attention. Trask is, I mean, he, it's like he, he winces every time one of those are, are read off. 
I'm, I'm going to, since Omega's already in cuffs, they can't really do anything to him. I'm going to have him interrupt her, if that's okay. At which point? At the end of the Just list? Like a, no, uh, when he gets to attempt, or when she gets to attempting to create an uh, illegal clone. That's the end of you the see- list. Oh, okay. He's in, just in their gonna... books, that's the worst of the charges. Okay, he's just gonna growl at her. He's my son. Wow, we got some bad blood coming. <laughs> <laughs> According to station regulations, cloning is uh, only done through uh, corporate sponsorship. Uh, your clone is illegal. It is a abomination. He's not an abomination. Trask kind of motions with his hands to like keep it down. <laughs> So the station administrator, she just looks at Trask and says, what do you have to say for yourself? Did Trask know about this? I mean, I'm I'm sure if um, I could trust him to keep his mouth shut, I told him. He probably did not, since uh, it was between you and the med techs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so he's honestly shocked and disappointed, but... uh, yeah. You know, hey, it's Omar Sharif. He can keep a poker face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trask just kind of shugs. Says, Sorry, Jenna. And the way he says it is like he knows her as like a friend. Says, I, I didn't think they would get out of hand like this. Station administrator looks over uh, the assembled crew. Frickin' frack are like going, they, they didn't call us out on anything. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, I want you off my station. Get your stuff. Get your sorry asses off my station, and I never want to see you back. And then she looks over at Trask and says, I'm sorry. That's the way it has to be. And it, it, there's definite heartbreak on uh, Trask's face. And he sighs and he says, you heard the woman. Let's get the hell out of here. Well, we were leaving anyway. I'll turn and say, okay, everyone, back to your station, stations. Uh, we'll re- re- retrieve any unsold cargo, and we'll be leaving in well, as soon as we are ready. You sold all the veggies. The electronics is not to be found. They vanished? Oh, no, no. no, no. They were not confiscated. Skated. Ah. Oh, well. Win some, lose some. You, you, you might get those back someday after appropriate <laughs> fees and everything else are taken out. I still got, I still got my, my commission on the, t- on the, on the uh, other sales. So, hey. So does anybody you – know, see, you were planning to be on station for several days. Half the crew didn't get any shore leave. So, uh, you know, the, the morale is uh, mixed and choppy. You are escorted off the station if you don't have anything that you else that you want to do on the station. Uh, the only thing I need to do is, is do the, uh, script to Imperial credits transfer. That's the only thing we need to do. That can be done electronically as, as you travel. Yeah. We need our, uh, our shuttle craft that we're getting paid with. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's in the process of being transferred, so you won't leave without it. When you uh, get to the uh, dock of the John Henry, at that point, the, the uh, station security will type in their release codes and the taser cuffs will come off. Basically, they're like black bracelets that uh, on command can just basically fry your happy ass. <laughs> Ow, and, and but the, not kill you. No, no, no. They, they're, they're less than lethal. Everyone boards the ship. So mm-hmm. is, is this the point where you open fire on the station? <laughs> no, <laughs> so after so I think this is where I, I'm looking going. Uh, so we actually have no cans on the uh, on the ship anymore, do we? All, all our containers are gone. Am I correct? Uh, you might have some empties. That, uh, 
you uh, keep along uh, just in case. But yeah, you haven't had a chance to pick up any substantial cargo. But as you are getting your ship stowed and ready for uh, undocking and travel, who's up uh, on uh, the command deck? Deck one. Probably me. (laughs) Uh, The captain. The captain. uh, if I had time to get all my my suit back into my normal uh, crew, uh, you know, ship wear, yeah, I'll be up there. Okay, Phoebe. Uh, command deck? Nah, I don't think so. She's probably nursing whatever uh, crew didn't get to go on shore leave. Next time you guys go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More like quit your whining. You know, you'll get you'll go first next time. <laughs> Shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> As you're making preparations uh, to undock, up on command, there is an urgent message from a travel agency stating that uh, we we heard that you're uh, leaving a few days early. Uh, we've got some outbound passengers that uh, would like to catch a ride with you. Uh, I'll look, look over the captain. C- captain, should we? Um... He shrugs. <laughs> Paying customers can't turn him down. All right, so I, I'll get back on and say, do they have their own uh, cab- own cabins, or will we have to make room for them on board our ship? The way the uh, deck two, the uh, crew quarters deck is set up, mm-hmm. the shareholders have uh, their own cabins. There's a common area for the rest of the crew bunks, and there are cabins for hot passengers you know, when, <clears> you, <throat> when you don't have a passenger module. So... It's actually part of the design to handle mm-hmm. s- some people. Okay. Uh, I'm, All right. Is anybody going to Go interrogate these guys, or are they just going to take them at face value? Actually, I'm more about more worried about making making some profit on this. So I'm going to try and negotiate because we have to make you now room on board our ship and and use up our own life support. It's going to cost more, and we weren't planning. So yeah, I'll also get on the bo- on the blower and say, "Hey, Phoebe." Um, we need someone to clear out, and I, I mentioned which cabins they are. They need to be cleaned out and get your shit out of them. What? <laughs> I know you store your extra stuff in those cabins. We got some paying customers coming. Ah, fine. Well, I want to do some scanning of backgrounds of these guys, see if I can dig up anything. Okie dokie. Let's see. Passengers ba- uh, outbound for Elliot's Hope. Okay. Mm-hmm. At the high level, we have uh, Mark Sanrio, a businessman. We have Yesterday When, a researcher, Ellis Green, a uh, retired Army patient, Penny Weingard, a receptionist, and Harry Hansen, a businessman. Penny and uh, Harry are requesting a shared cabin. Everyone's getting a shared cabin. We only have three. (laughs) (laughs) Let them know they need to figure out who's going to bunk with who. Probably the the, uh, businessman and the Army guy. Uh, mm-hmm. When is probably going to get the luck of the draw and get her own? Mm-hmm. And uh, Penny and Harry will share one. Which, which of these people do you want to investigate thoroughly within the time that you have? Or would you rather have a, a more shallow sweep of all of them? Well, let's start with the shallow sweep just to figure out which might be more interesting deeper later. Okay, so let's throw some dice down for that. Holy cats. Well, they're all... Kind of, sort of interesting in in their own ways. Most of, most of them are pretty boring, but the, but the two that are more interesting than the rest is Ellis Green, retired army patient. Because boy howdy, this guy must love to travel. The the equivalent of his passport has dozens and dozens of uh, logins and logouts in it, and uh, he's been in the core out 
out to the Yanapol expanse and back several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one that's more interesting, is, well, more is relative, is uh, Mr. Hansen is a businessman, but he apparently only has recently arrived at Hansen. Well, you're not sure where he came from. You would think it would either be landing or hope, but uh, there's no indication of that. He wouldn't have just, you know, sort of appeared on the station that can make clones, could he? Possible, but normally you don't make clones of businessmen. And he's also in a relationship with Penny, so it's like just kind of weird. It's it's like his record has been sanitized. So mm. th- th- those are the two that stand out. The rest of them appear to be actually be employees or uh, they work on the station. I guess since Penny's connected to Hanson, did she have any sort of travel record? Not much. She's traveled to a few worlds inside of the uh, Yanapol expanse, but she's comes across as a secretary and travels on vacation more than anything else. Everyone, of course, on the station does some traveling since not too many people are actually natural born citizens of Mars station. So he's only got an hour, so. Hanson, there's no record of him actually traveling here from somewhere else? Uh, no. Is there for Penny? She originally uh, came from Elliot's Hope and uh, appears to have picked up a job at Marth's station. So just casually looking at at her travel records, you you could figure out that she probably uh, does the uh, tourist thing every now and then. Nothing stands out as strange or unusual travel for Penny. Omega, how are you going to take all this because you put a lot of work in, in, into you, your son and they are not releasing any of that. Yeah, um, I'm equal parts depressed and angry, which means I am not going to be great to get along with for a while. So you can be extra but bitchy, I am going to do my job because I am professional and I will go get I will go personally meet all of these people and get medical records from them because that's what I'm supposed to do. Okay. <laughs> Grumpy ways. <laughs> if, if, if any of them give you any lip you put out the, the the elbow length rubber glove and say we have to search if anyone well, gives me any lip there, there's going to be significantly more than gloves coming on Let's just, um, by the way I, you still have traces of chemicals and other fun stuff in your system so you are yes, chemically grumpy as well as emotionally grumpy yes I am I'm now, gonna go, all these I, I think passengers the, did pass through security I think the so. one that I'm going to go talk to first because less intimidating. Um, uh, Miss Wen. Okay. Or Dr. Wen. Is she a doctor or just a researcher? She is a researcher, not, not a doctor. Okay, uh, Miss Wen then. Yesterday, Wen, uh, and Wen is the, uh, Vietnamese G, uh, N G U Y E N. So, and she does appear to have some, uh, Vietnamese distantly diluted ancestry. First thing she does is just call me Day. Day. My name is Omega. I'm the ship's doctor. So, hey, you got fame. How does that work? I think, um, well, depending on what planet she's been living on, quite literally, she might know the name Omega as a, a medical professional. Well, certainly, uh, but that, that doesn't say much. That's, just a handle that you go by. It's an unusual name, Dr. Omega. But <laughs> it sounds like you should have a death ray. Technically, my last name is Valorand, so 
Dr. Dr. Valoran. Did I miss that somewhere on your notes? No, no, I I just recently pulled it up in his files. <laughs> okay. Duly no, noted. No, 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 he's not known for making illegal clones. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's not my point. My point was Do- Dr. Omega, he makes illegal clones. He's so totally a supervillain. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's somewhat of a celebrity in the medical sections, but I don't know so much about the research ones. Well, uh, he has been poking around into uh, clone and genetic research over the uh, the past. Really? While. Do you want to try to Im- impress uh, Day here, or are you tr- trying to tone down the fact in front of a uh, obvious Second Life employee? Uh, I'm just gonna not try to impress her. Okay, because that probably would not be a great idea. If you keep it on the down low and. Forget to use your name and stuff like that. She doesn't appear to be one of the ballroom groupie types that are in the music and all that, so she doesn't make the obvious connection to your face. She is a researcher and, and technician that works uh, on the uh, assembly line. That so might be. She a little... might be one of one of the people that made me. No, you were probably made in the core. Uh, the odds of her actually being there would be astronomical. Very gruffly. As for her medical history and jot it down and, you know, electronically, not like pen and paper. I don't think those exist anymore. <laughs> She's clean as a whistle, uh, which pretty much is a requirement for her line of work. You can't, you can't go around with all kinds of communicable diseases and work in the bio industry and not have problems. Healthy, eh, late 20s, early uh, 30s. She's looking forward to uh, traveling to Elliot's uh, Hope. She's got family there. Slide her picture into the file and move on to the next, which I think is going to be the army guy. Before you can get that, uh, three bells, prepare to disengage, comes across the intercom. So do you want to try to do that uh, while the ship is in uh, motion? No, I don't have that much balance. (laughs) <laughs> this is the ship's navigator. We're about to disengage from the, sh- the station docking port. Please secure all pers- personal belongings. We will be accelerating in at uh, full G in about 15 minutes once we get far enough away from the station. Thank you. You clear the station. You get under G. You're accelerating and heading out system. The way they've written it up, we have to go to a different jump point then for Hope exactly. Landing. Yes, it's like a triangle. So mm-hmm. you're heading towards the... Elliot's yep. Hope jump point. Several days to the jump point? Well, well oh, yeah. we haven't gotten that far yet. Uh, we're just like mm-hmm. in the first hour boosting out. And I just want to know if anybody wanted to do anything before we we have a uh, time jump. Omega's going to get the medical histories of the rest of the crew, or uh, passengers. From your perspective, the most interesting is the uh, ex-army guy. Apparently, he was broken up Badly at one point and literally had to be reassembled. So, uh, oh, yeah, that would be he, intriguing from a medical standpoint. As a medical history goes, his folder is thick enough to stun a ox if you were to print it out. Harry, Mr. Hansen, is equally interesting in that he almost doesn't have a medical history. It's, it's, it smells clone, but he doesn't show up in anything like a clone registry. It's just like, well, Somebody's got better security. So are you doing this from your uh, cabin or is that a painful place to be right now? Uh, that's a very painful place to be right now. 
Okay. I've probably reinstated the lock on my cap and I'm not planning on going back in. Well, because you were able to change the lock, you you would know that you know people have been in. So, but it's also not so much about other people not being able to go in is is just like emotionally locking myself off from it by physically locking it. Uh, best thing to do is probably to make yourself uh, busy in the medical bay. Yep. And, and your team, they'll, they'll do their best to like neutralize any remaining uh, chemicals in your system. Doctor, heal thyself, you know, while they fret over you. Yeah. And because they were involved in the project, they're emotionally invested too. So it, it's like Med Bay is probably not happy pl- town right now. But they, they'll do what they can to comfort you because they know that this was a big deal for you. Oh, this is the perfect time. I, I so want to seed with Omega, but I don't want to step on anyone's toes if, if we're doing something. Go ahead. If it's okay with Todd, it's okay with me. You mean like a scene with Phoebe and Omega? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're both on the same deck. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, um, yeah, you're, you're on deck three. After just checking off, checking all the boxes, making sure that everyone is at their duty station and doing their job, Phoebe's going to throw the PDA somewhere and then, you know, stalk over to the infirmary uh, and just basically storm in and confront Omega. You know, she just stomp in and go, what the fuck were you thinking? Hello, Phoebe. <laughs> I'm so nice you in your in. own freaking room. I was lonely. You were fucking lonely? I have I have freaking six guys who couldn't go to the station and get their their stress out and, and now I'm gonna have to deal with that for another freaking week. Two. And you know, she she's getting like really, really worked up, obviously. Like evidently like maybe this is remnants of her not getting all her frustrations out with Kane. And this is an excellent like outlet so it's maybe a little cruel omega maybe doesn't deserve all this but um uh, then you think back to the ballroom oh yeah oh yeah screw omega oh even though that <laughs> i did get some revenge but but yeah no she's just gonna rip into omega uh and like that was the, the most irresponsible shit i've ever heard you're supposed to be the ship's doctor and blah 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 right she's just unloading so is in um, emotional dis- distress and a move <laughs> <laughs> Omega is okay. This is this is where his his uh, relation to Nova is really really evident because Nova has this kind of cool, calm anger thing where the press can just hound him and hound him and hound him, and he doesn't seem to react. And then mm-hmm. later he gets revenge. <laughs> so Omega is just very cool, very calm, very collected, but extremely angry. And it's very clear that he's angry because he is limiting himself to one word sentences <laughs> or like very few word sentences. And when he speaks, it's with a very calm, cold tone. I have an agenda with it, though. So I, I want to assess Omega. Phoebe wants to know, like, it's it's not just like, what the hell were you thinking? It's it's more literally, what the hell were you thinking? What was the point? Uh, and was it worth it? That kind of stuff. But she's not phrasing it that way. Mm-hmm. She's just like putting Omega in a place where he might reveal something. That's almost kind of like cramped quarters, isn't it? I was thinking assessment, but but just get get right into <laughs> intra uh, ship stress. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would be a, 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 a straight miss otherwise. That's what we're playing out here anyway, on cramped quarters. Okay. Yeah, but I, I want to make an assessment, um, if that's okay. Sure. Well, let's. I think we're probably going to do both. <laughs> cool. 
I imagine this this would be more along the lines of cultural. You're trying to get inside Omega. Yeah, this, this is a quote unquote interview. So so yeah, absolutely. So the question is, Omega, is this something where you actually would want to communicate what your intentions are? Outwardly, no, but inwardly, definitely, yes. If you essentially give in to the interrogation, I'm going to say that's an automatic success. Yeah, he'll he'll give in. All right, so what do I learn then? What's the data point, if any? I've got one if Omega doesn't. <laughs> no, I, I do got one. I'm just waiting to see what you what you would like to know. What's really Omega's motivation, if that's at all possible to read in his um, like expressions and and his posture and all that stuff? Well, well, maybe yeah, maybe he left something slip, right? Maybe he left something yeah. slip since verbally. His motivation is he's actually quite in love with a member of the crew and knew that it was never going to happen, and thus uh, wanted to fulfill that role. Uh, not not lover, obviously, but wanted to fulfill the role that he believed would make him feel less less left out. So he wanted to he wanted to become a father with the person that he's in love with. <laughs> and actually, you know what, Phoebe, uh, Phoebe, you, you you probably you wore him down enough to figure out that's Flanders. Yeah. Um, hmm. How do you, how do you like, is there something Omega says that, that Phoebe can pick up on that it? Yeah, actually, he's, he's going to say, you know, for starters, if it wasn't for Flanders, none of this would have happened. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that could be taken so wrong. <laughs> and That's the point. Yeah, I- <laughs> yeah, he does. He also, you know, mentions blonde hair and, you know, how well, you, he. You probably have a picture. Oh yeah, I have a picture. It's actually probably in my like comms unit, like sitting right there. Like other people keep lockets. <laughs> yeah, I think Phoebe just she's been you know increasingly getting up in Omega's business, like almost nose to nose. And this is like a moment where she like steps back and goes, "Yeah, you know that whole you clone being not creepy. Fuck that." You, you, and she points to like Pascal, and you, and especially fucking you, Patty, you get out of my face. You are all, I can't even, like, and she's backing out of the room, like. I'd like to interrupt her. I would like to make an attempt to slam her against the wall. Oh! <laughs> she starts, uh, she starts, uh, harping Getting, uh, on my, gets all my on you? <laughs> uh, what do well, I roll for that? I believe that's, uh, launch assault. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not expecting it. Would I'm not attempting metal or physique, to. Though? I'm not attempting to like fight Omega. So fair enough. Reaction? Maybe it's just yeah. city. Yeah. So you get up in Phoebe's face and uh, back her in against the bulkhead. Hello. I kind of want to grab her and hold her there because I am a little bit stronger than I look. Oh, now it's on though. <laughs> <laughs> you broke the if bubble. You ever. <laughs> threaten either of them again even if it's indirectly you will have to deal with me and right now you do not want to deal with me phoebe i just want to shove the doctor away maybe snarl something inappropriate just do it uh, it's just like so far no no one's actually generating harm all right yeah i'm not trying to, to harm him but i'll you know phoebe will just shove him off and go you know get your filthy fucking clone hands off me you want to talk clones all right <laughs> We'll talk clones. We'll talk how I have so much dirt on you, I could get you expelled off the ship immediately. We'll talk how I am so much 
so much more integral to this ship than you are. I, I don't think Phoebe is the person, kind of person who has a response to that. She's like, she's like, fuck you, and you, and you. Yeah, it's going to be a long voyage. Because <laughs> you do share a deck. If you come that- in here again, Phoebe, you better be bleeding. I fucking won't. Uh, you know, she's leaving. <laughs> maybe she's like, she, maybe she pushes over some medical equipment or something on her way out. Just, just as a, she can't like really hit Omega. So she's like just slamming some piece of equipment off down. I'm going to pick floor. up the table and throw it at her. No, no. <laughs> we were doing so well, but I'm not actually going to hit her. I'm, I'm, I'm aiming to miss. All right. Is, to be honest. I, I'm just going to have to make a call here. Any examination table would be bolted to the deck. Uh, or, no, not an examination table. Just like one of the little tray tables. Oh. Oh, 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 yeah. The, that that you have surgical tools and stuff on that. Yeah. All those little little carts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or you could have the other two restrain them and say, no, 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 no. That's expensive. <laughs> They're probably just as angry as I am. They're also very protective of you. Yeah, yeah what are yeah. they doing? <laughs> they would probably try to hold Omega back. <laughs> Just because it's like, boss, boss. Not, not the, you can totally have that upended and in your arms ready to chuck, but you, you'll have your assistants on your arms <laughs> trying to calm you down. Well, I'm not going to fight them, so. We'll we'll leave it right right there. Well, Phoebe and Omega part their ways. Mister Kane, <laughs> unless you're listening uh, in, uh, you you probably missed the drama there. I think he's setting up a bugging of uh, Harry Hansen's quarters. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that seems like utilizing some expertise. We're going to call it face adversity because uh, what you're trying to do is bug this in such a way that it's. It's not obvious, of course. Now, you're not going to have a boom mic hanging from the ceiling. No, it's got to be some sort of comm unit or something in the room, probably. Absolutely. Everyone has it. Tweak that so that he can listen in to it. Without it appearing to be turned on? Perfect. Let's go with access and inter- interface, since you're using existing hardware, and you're just bypassing the privacy logic. Yeah, that's good enough to get the job done. However, some technocrat on the ship might be able to identify that you've done the handiwork, but you're confident that you're the only one that would be looking at it. Yeah. Okay, so let me throw another prop at you, because I can. And in the chat, we dropped a picture. You might want to zoom in on that. As everyone is going about their business, the lights on the ship flicker, and it's like, what the fuck was that? Because you can feel the whole ship shudder. Oops. Watching the image. <laughs> Definitely the radiation alarms are going off like crazy. Since most of the uh, of the crew is actually in the command deck, telltales and everything are blinking and screaming like mad. What do you do? I'm looking at, okay, uh, I, I immediately kick in and, and I hit the, uh, uh, hit the communications and say, Mars Station, Mars Station, um, what's going on? And, and now I'm also looking at our, ra- at our scanning radar and so forth. I'm looking for debris because that thing's going to break up. Yes, because the ring is <laughs> un- under uh, spin, it is in slow motion peeling apart. Three quarters of ring two is, is literally just ripping itself apart. And half of ring one is coming undone. The uh, armor glass uh, canopy is literally shattered. The death toll is incalculable. 
Oh, they're all dead. I mean, unless unless they're in a section that can be sealed off and retain and retain atmosphere, they're all dead. They're in theory could be survivors. In mm. theory, <laughs> I'll look at the captain, um, sir. He, he just says one word, Jenna. I mean, there's really nothing we can do. I mean, literally, there's nothing we can do. Yeah, we can turn around and try to go back, but what are you going to do? If Kane's not recording, I hit the record button and. Yeah. Kane's probably filing salvage rights. <laughs> wow. Okay. So if there was a soul stat, that just dropped a negative two. <laughs> so is there any um, other man stations in the in this system? I, I think that might something you can ask Kane about. We'll uh, bring up what we can get on information. Fuck. There's so many uh, every areas that you can look at. It, it's almost hard to focus. Let's just start with an assessment uh, of in-system resources. That would probably be expertise and uh, assessment. <laughs> like nothing. Well, no, it's it's not nothing. It, it, it's so much noise is is going on in this uh, behind you that it is totally drowning out just about every meaningful intelligence. You can pick up scattered communications and and systems are going offline. The Reactor on the uh, station has just failed and shut down. Yeah, uh, it is an absolute mess. After the uh, dust settles, as it were, maybe we can scan to see if there's anybody left alive or any ships that have anybody left alive. Captain Trask calls out, emergency stop, prepare for turnabout. Yes, sir. This is the navigator. Everyone secure themselves in their acceleration couches. We're going to be doing a uh, we're doing a flip over, and we'll be doing a mer- immediate braking, and we we'll return to uh, station Environ. Uh, this is not a drill. We'll be turning over in in fi- in five minutes. Phoebe, y- your PDA that you had tossed aside is yeah. screaming at you. Presuming I didn't get any of the the other information via well, some other source, yeah, I'll, you know, she'll run over and pick that up. You could see uh, Frick and Frack uh, coming in with all kinds of aberrant data on their on their drives, and uh, of course they they show you uh, the rapidly disintegrating situation at Marsk Station. Okay, I need a assessment roll from you. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say that myself. <laughs> I think she's like, um, I wonder where that explosion aria originated. Like, that's, I think that's her first thought after. Oh shit! Sure. Um, but yeah, um, I'll, I'll do whatever assessment you want first. So, well, what am I using? I would say you could access the sector net, but it's down temporarily. Let Let's go uh, with expertise. Basically, knowledge of, of where they were heading and, and all that when they left with the cargo frame. Here we go. That was an eight. Yeah, you're not sure of their exact location on Ring 2, but boy, howdy. Yeah, because the thing spins. But that's really consistent with the information that you have. That blast might have been centered on uh, Hyperlight's hangar facility. Oops. Um, uh, I'll just... Quickly forward my thoughts. Like I'll I'll record some readings and then you know pass them on to make another roll. Then yeah, okay. If, uh, if, if you're doing if you're uh, doing a detailed sensor scan, how would I do based that? Upon you, that's again that's an assessment using uh, the equipment that you have available. Okay, so uh, interface 
or expertise? Well, you're not trying to hack the system, so it's collect critical information. So yeah, assessment. All right. Oh yeah, by the way, people, give yourself data points uh, if you successfully assessed stuff. Yeah. I keep forgetting about that. No, I think I think he was asking, uh, does he use his expertise bonus or his interface bonus for that? I'd, I'd go with expertise because you're okay. using the existing technology in the way it's intended mm-hmm. to be used. We get data points when we get a 10 plus, right? Okay. Yes. Well, I know there was at least a 12 in there, so I know Kane picked up mm. one. Just making mm-hmm. sure. So somewhere in his dossier, he's got a data point on the on the passengers. All right, this is my gather data uh, rule. Let's see, that's an eight. No data points. Uh, let's see. We'll reveal interesting information. Explosions have signatures. There's like a difference between an earthquake and a mm-hmm. meteor impact. Looking at the data, you can tell from the the signature of the energy and everything else that this was a fusion bomb. This was not a hyperdrive imploding or uh, anything like that. This was a military-grade explosion, possibly up into the megaton range. It, it's probably not an accident. Um, I'll send that up right up to um, command deck, just with a little attached. Are you guys reading this? I'm looking at it going, oh, hmm. The fireball's about the right, uh, you know, I'll bring up the computer simulation. The fireball's about the right size for something in the megaton range. Yeah, just, the station's mainly made out of copper and, uh, and uh, I mean, car- carbon and aluminum. So, so it's like, mm, yeah, yeah, it says if it's going to vaporize that much, yeah, 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 eh, megaton. Yeah. I mean, if it was a hyperdrive, it wouldn't actually be an explosion, be more of an implosion anyway. Well, if... if it go, it's going theory, away someplace. You know, it's making a little mini black hole. (laughs) Yeah, but if it were somehow reversed, it would dump a lot of heat and energy and stuff like that. But that would definitely be a different signature. It would be some kind Mm -hmm. of heat pulse or something. Yeah, also be in the terawatt in the terawatt range anyway. So slightly bigger than this. I know. I'm just looking at it going. We can pretty much assume that there's no one left alive. They've all been hit with radiation, enough radiation that they're dead. And if well, they're not dead, they will be dead. The thing is, there's no atmosphere. That means you're getting hit with hard X-rays and neutrons now. What will happen is it's like a radiation shockwave, but it, it doesn't necessarily penetrate completely through the station. Without uh, getting hands-on, it's hard to say if everyone was uh, cooked alive, is dead and dying, or uh, if there might actually be survivors in there. So, so what is, what's Trask doing? What's well, Trask is uh, controlling helm and setting up the turnover. Well, I, I guess Flanders gets all the crew, not all the crew, but all the passenger requests. Like, what's going on? Why are we turning around? Uh, let's see. So I say, oh, there's been a major accident on Mars Station, and I'll send in the vid. Do I have communications where I am? It's just space turbulence. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Unfortunately, Omega, y- you are. Kind of overlooked on this, even though if there's any survivors, it's going to probably be your responsibility. Yeah, but I, there's a specific thing I want to ask the captain. Well, you're more than welcome to do so. Jam my communications until I get to him. Talking to Phoebe. Shit, Phoebe. What? It's not the you-know-what, do you think? No, no, it's not that. Here's your mom. But that, well, but that's, there was that's a an, part of the salvage you couldn't scan. And we'll, that's we'll just put in the doubt in your head. She does not say that. 
<laughs> I'm looking at your data. I'm trying to mentally rewind the the ship the the station's rotation. That's in the right area, though. If not, it's pretty damn close to the right area. Not our fault. <laughs> we could have been destroyed if we had poked around in that thing a bit more. There's no indication that this was that yet. Anyway, I think Omega had a captain thing to do. Uh, he's going to jam his communicator until he gets through to Trask. I'm sure everyone's trying to talk to Trask right now. Uh, Flanders is, is fielding some of it. Most of the crew are professional enough to uh, go through the chain of command. So, of course, Phoebe's getting a lot of traffic. So okay, were you so... trying to physically access the captain? or? Um, yeah, I'm actually going up there. That's probably good, because he might be, not be taking casual <laughs> messaging right now. Not casual, but at least not yeah. to me. The way I imagine that the elevator actually works is it's on a set of rails and it's a platform. For the most part, that's voice command. And the platform moves from level to level. Literally, there's like an iris valve combination thing as it passes through sealed decks. You go up, it's, you know, irises open, you pass through, it irises closed. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is a safety railing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like riding it going, command deck, damn it, command deck! The elevator rises, uh, comes up to uh, the command deck. Because of the nature of this iris valve and everything else, it is always obvious when the elevator is in motion. So people, you know, out, either out of the corner of their eye or, or directly see you coming up. I'm going to throw myself at Trask. What's the definition of throw? Leap off the elevator and grab his uh, coat. Just kind of shake him while while I'm saying... I'm, essentially, I'm demanding that he search for his self-sufficient life pod. <laughs> he doesn't backhand you, but he pushes you away in that kind of backhand emotion. Get a hold of yourself. There could be thousands of people we need help. Your team needs to be ready. What do we have on stock for anti-radiation uh, drugs? We have pretty much everything. I think we're going to need all of it. Be- because yeah. of the nature of old people like freaking frack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you do keep a, a fair number of anti-radiation uh, medicines in for people who can't flush their systems <laughs> naturally. But you have no way to treat a thousand people or even a hundred, yeah. assuming and, there's and that many left. I'm going to, um, you know, shoot a cold glare at the the uh, captain to let him know exactly what I think of his dismissal. I'll just go back to the infirmary without saying another word. He is so distraught, and but having to be in command, that unfortunately it, it it is a dismissal. He can't spend time on your drama, which mm-hmm. which is cold, but it it's a captain thing. He's gonna very very quickly shoot a uh, very formal but very angry uh, communication directly to Flanders with the exact same thing. Search for this particular thing. Which is essentially a human-sized life pod that yeah, is yeah. capable of withstanding an atomic blast. Looking over at as I see you go down the elevator, I sort of shrug and I'll forward it off to Kane because that's not my area expertise. It's Kane's uh, area, so I'm forwarding the request to Kane. Mister Kane, are you continuing the scan? And what are you scanning for? When we were leaving, did we know of any other ships in the system? Just in general record, you didn't know of. Any that were on the schedule, but not 
that anybody uh, asked, and then the computer network that would have given you that information is now down. But it's easy enough if you want to focus on the two jump points. You can definitely see if anybody's coming in because their their drives will be flaring. Just do scan elsewhere in the system for any uh, signs of any other ships. Well, you are limited to uh, light speed, but with the information that you have, you can see that uh, that the landing jump point is cold, but there is a fusion torch operating outside of the Elliot's Hope jump point, but it is far away. It, it is If it's decelerating towards Mars Station, you can do some quick calculations. They haven't even seen the explosion yet. It'll take them, well, six, seven days to be in system whoever they are. Well, one thing I want to do is start start plotting the, the, the debris so we can figure out where which a safe vector into there to start looking for folks. Picking out areas that, that probably would have survived the explosion and hopefully tracking them. And Three quarters <laughs> of uh, Ring 2 are, are literally flying apart in chunks. So mm-hmm. there's only like w- one quarter still attached to the station. On yeah. Ring 1, half of it unraveled and the other half is still there and they're still counter rotating but they are not massing the same anymore oh they're precessing it's it's doing a wobble yes so even docking is going to be a challenge i I pop up and say phoebe can we get that shuttle up and operational because i'm not bringing this ship anywhere near that mess yeah right on it the hyperlight guys are pretty cool. They left you with full tanks. Well, like I said, I, I'm going to definitely try to start tracking where all the debris is going and try and make sure we can get a safe path in close enough that we can stop. In fact, I'm planning to stop well short of the station because yeah, we don't want to get ripped, hit by anything any of this debris. It's going to be an hour breaking at 1G, yeah. which will probably <sighs> four bells. More bells, the more hardcore the command is. Prepare for high gravity, but but basically the captain wants to try to get there while there are still people to save. He's going to try to bring the ship in close because if you use the shuttle, you'll burn all your fuel uh, trying to do a high G burn. He's going to try to get into a safe orbit with this debris-spewing monstrosity that used to be Marsk Station. The safest place actually is in front of it, because all the debris is going out radially. And because everything is rotating, it it is uh, like a shotgun going out sideways as pieces fall off and then disintegrate. And And there's a beautiful glitter. Yes, I was going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) We need Roy Batty to to quote poetry here. (laughs) Jackson, are you going to... um, Mention to anyone that you uh, see a drive flare coming from Elliot's Elliot's Hope. Oh yeah, I thought I already had. I sent a message to whoever's coming in. Uh, there's been an accident. Okay, well they'll pick that up at the speed of light. Yeah, it's going to take them six days to get to you. It'll be a while before you even hear back from them. Here's a question. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I should do it in character or what. But what are our supplies like? Like if against all hope we pick up some survivors is that going to eat up oxygen is that going to eat up other vital resources that we need this is something that phoebe knows uh the life support system on this class of ship is always over engineered you can actually provide life support for one trip for 200 people oh now, right you right, don't right. have the space for it 
you might have, be standing room only and, or mm. stacking them like cordwood. But in theory, you could bring 200 people on board if you can find that many and have enough life support to make it to Elliot's home. Cool. Uh, I guess we're going to be doing the 5G burn. So, yeah, everyone gets really heavy for a while on the navigator. So he wants me to plot a uh, aggressive course then. Make it so. Face adversity, but using my expertise. And that gives me a plus two. So, uh, it's- Okay. At a price or offer you a cause? Okay. Or a hard choice. Cat- yeah. Okay. I'll give you a hard choice. You can plot two courses. The safe course will take an extra six hours. The mm. get the captain to where he wants to go means you have to go through debris to get there. I look over <sighs> the captain. I see Sorry. the look on his. I see the look on his face, and I offer him the aggressive through debris. Yeah, I said. Because of dogs and vacuum cleaners and crap, is this a good stopping point? I, I know it's early, and I apologize for that, but things things are just noisy and unstable. No, we get it. I, I yeah. get it. Yeah. yeah. It's it's another good cliffhanger again. Will we pass through the debris field unscathed, or will we be busy? Will we be busy patching holes in the ship? I like that. Awesome. Did we hit any of our uh, like XP um, stuff? Good question. Not mine. We haven't delivered those passengers yet. Kind, kind of derailed that one. Sorry. <laughs> so, so here's a question: If an intentional accident happens, also, if a life is destroyed by science, I mean, a bomb <gasps> is science, right? <laughs> is that mm. too? <laughs> We're lighting ourselves up for next session. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, yep. we definitely need science. We'll definitely need medicals. Eh, delivery might be uh, tricky. Uh, Dirk, what was yours again? Because I am navigating oh, that. Unsuspecting victim is exploited. Your filing salvage rights on that station might just disqualify <laughs> for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's your Solus bastard points. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's another ship coming in, so we, you know, we gotta get there. <laughs> you gotta be on point. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Everyone take an XP for that. Cool. That right. just yeah, that yeah. that that is wonderfully morally bankrupt. <laughs> so All one right. for that, and one for an intentional quote unquote accident happens. Uh, not so keen on that one. The, the part that's missing is intentional. You accidentally sold someone a fusion bomb. Oh well. Now, if you knew it was there and you may let the sale go through, fair enough. That de- that definitely would have been it. We may you might have to save it. that for revenge. <laughs> yeah. Y'all take care. Vacuum cleaner is getting closer. All right. And don't forget, don't get post these pictures, Todd, and update the Dermatis personae. Catch y'all later. Bye bye. Yep. Bye bye, Todd. Bye. The- <laughs> Such realistic sound effects. If you want to contact us, we have a Facebook page. We started a Google Plus community. There's our forums, sundayskypers.freeforums.org. There's email, sundayskypers at zoho.com. That's sundayskypers, all one word, at zoho.com. And of course, there's always telepathy. <laughs>